yes, yes, y'all. I'm back. It's Big Al, baby. And I'm in the house. You better watch your mouth. Today's episode is called When Life Gets Messy. My God. Come on now. Life is not easy. So you stay tuned. You don't want to miss this one. You really don't. And Big Al is going to be right back. Hello. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey, baby. We're going to be talking today about when life gets messy. My goodness, man. Wow. We all have our circumstances and our situations and things we go through. And let me tell you something. Whenever you're in a situation and things doesn't change the way you expect them to change, let me tell you something. It can get messy. And sometimes in life when things get messy, you you tend to lose your focus on things. You you tend to um, harbor in on the messiness. But a lot of times in our lives, when, when you're going through a situation and things are messy, we don't look at the growth, and it either makes us bitter or better. And I've been in a mess, man, in my life where it can make you bitter. And bitterness is what you don't want to uh, happen in your life because once it gets down in your heart, bitterness, it's, it's hard to recover from that. So we have to pay attention. Okay, I'll mess. You know, uh, did I create the mess or was it an attack from the enemy, the devil? Or is things in my life just messy? They're out of order. Sometimes you don't ask for it. Like in my life, I didn't ask for some things and it, it just came in my life. You know, and I look back now, it made me better. Those things made me better. And sometimes they didn't make me better. And then sometimes you have to regroup. When I say messy, what what do I mean by the term messy? The definition for messy is a mark of confusion, disorder, or dirt, or untidiness. You know, it's funny because when I think about the word untidy, I think about myself when I was a kid, when my dad used to say, Hey, Alan, clean up that room, boy. I used to take all my clothes off, and I had a hamper. That's the funny thing about it. I had a hamper right in my room, right there, and I used to put my dirty clothes on the floor. (laughs) The hamper's right there. You throw, throw the dirty clothes right on the floor. That was something else. And I think about my son, you know, it's like, Dad, I said, you're not going out to play until that room is clean. Okay, Dad, he used to shove everything in the closet, man. I mean, everything in the closet and under the bed. You know how how we are when we're kids. We're shoving everything under the bed. And then, Dad, the room is clean. Okay, everything looks okay, but then you open the closet and stuff falling out, you know. We're talking about when our lives, though, get messy. You know, our relationships, our kids, our jobs, you know. Even in church, sometimes things get messy, you know. Those relationships in church don't work. Those relationships on jobs jobs don't work, you know. It's a lack of neatness or precision, you know. 
you know, when things get messy in our lives, you know, you know, you get that messy divorce, you know what I mean? At first you love each other for I don't know how many years, and then all of a sudden you're separated. You know, when life gets messy, sometimes life just gets messy, period. It is not like life that is so often portrayed on social media, but rather it's imperfect and raw. You know, and I remember my life when my life was really messy. And when you don't have enough money for rent, you know, you're doing all you can. And people love judging you. They love judging your life, people, when they don't know your circumstances and what you're doing. You know, it's almost like in life you have to prove yourself to, to people. You, you, you don't have to prove yourself to people. You have to prove yourself to God first and then to your family, you know, and, and that's your, your, your approval ratings, not, not other people. Those outside voices come in. Oh, he's been, he's been in that same situation for years. Look at him. Look at his life. He ain't trying enough. Look at him. And I don't know why she stayed with him. He ain't no good. Look at him. Look at their clothes. Look at their shoes. And I, I had situations like that in my life where, you know, things just don't work out. It gets messy, you know, so to speak. Life tries to wipe its its feet on you like you're a doormat. We can't let our circumstances, you know, the messiness of life, the things we go through, wipe their, wipe its feet on us. We have to be a little bit stronger than that. Was I always strong? Absolutely not. There's days I did not want to get out of bed. There's days when... I know my blood pressure was high. I know there was days when I was like, you know what? I give up. I don't want to deal with this no more. I can't today. Today is the day I can't. And if anyone says anything to me, you know what's going to happen? I, it's on, baby. We, I'm going to smack somebody because that's not right. Them judging my life because life gets messy, baby. It gets really messy. And when you don't have that money, to pay that rent, you're doing all you can. You're working two jobs, you know, you're not meeting the, 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 the needs of your family. And you feel ashamed. You feel worthless. You know, you feel like, you know, why am I even being born? I even question that at times. I was like, wow, why 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 was I ever born then? Why do I have to go through these situations, you know, in my life, you know? You know, you got the kids, they're acting up. People on your job are acting up. You know, everything is going crazy, and you're in this messy. You know, and you say, I don't see no way out. I did not see a way out of my mess, you know. You know, living in, in rooming houses with your kids, you know, and watching your girls go to the bathroom because you don't know who, who uh, you know, another male is up there with them, going in the bathroom with them. The male is in the bathroom. You know, you had to knock on the door. The door didn't lock good. I'm talking about when life gets messy, baby. When you find yourself in a situation and you're saying to yourself, hey, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to get out of this situation. I don't know how this is going to work out. We're talking about when life gets messy, baby. And you're in that situation and your family's like, you know, hey, dad, what's going on here? Why can't we have our own house? Why can't we have our own place? Why can't we have our own space? You know, I'm in this situation here and I'm in a rooming house. You know, I, I'm, I have a hot plate now. I'm eating rice and salmon out of a can. Can't No refrigerator. 
you know. So how do I get my drinks cold? You you buy a bag of ice, you know, and you pour it in there. You know, you know, if you don't have a refrigerator, that ice is going to melt, you know. So you have to take that, get that little bit of ice that you can, and throw the rest out. You know, you got to pour it down the sink or whatever because there's no refrigerator. You're living in a one room. Uh, uh, and you're renting this room, and you're living in there with your family in a rooming house. You know, I'm talking about when life gets messy. When you don't have enough money to pay the rent, when the sheriffs come and they knock on your door and they give you that eviction notice, you have to show up at court. You have to stand before the judge, and the judge go, uh, you know what, I give you 60 days and you have to get out. You're looking for places to live. You might end up in your car. You know, you might end up in a shelter. You know, I'm talking about when life gets messy, baby. I'm talking about when things don't line up. I'm talking about when life tries to wipe its feet on you like a doormat. I'm talking about when people are judging your life. I'm talking about when people are saying, you're worthless. You'll never mount up to nothing. Look at that car you're driving. You'll never have a new car. I'm talking about when life gets messy, baby. I'm talking talking about when things don't add up like they should. Social media is only a they only show you the good parts in social media. They only show you the good parts and that's what they do. They show you the the good days, you know, but they don't show you when they they've been going down, when they're battling depression. And in those days when you're in situations, you battle depression. Everybody battles depression. But the key is, I don't have to stay in depression because there is hope. You know, there is hope. You got to remember something. Things are never going to last forever. They're not going to last forever. So what I try to do now in my life, when my life tries to get a little messy, I try to say, hey, God, how, how am I bettering myself through this situation? And we don't always think like that. We always say, why is me? You know, you're not the only one in life that has situations, some more than others. And some people's situations, I tell you what, I'm glad I didn't go through. You know, we're talking about when life gets messy, baby. We're talking about no matter what happens in your life, it's not never forever. Never forever. And I was in my situation, in my mess for three and a half years, you know, and it's, it, was, it was tough. No matter what you are going through today, you can hold on to the truth that it doesn't last forever. That thing will change, but with the change comes new challenges. You know, it's like you're in a situation, and when you get out of it, you know, then there's another challenge. There's another situation, you know. It's like some people are like, oh, just give me the money. When you get a lot of money or you live with money, you have to manage it. You have to keep it. You know, and that's the fear of people. When they have a lot of possessions, they try to keep it. I know my little bit I have, I try to manage it as best as I can, you know. And that's what happens with people. They get this, like they win the lottery. And a lot of people win the lottery, go broke, you know. They end up broke, and then they're right back where they started. You know, I do not want that responsibility. And it's not like I'm not saying wealth is good. Wealth is good if you learn to manage it. If you learn to go, you know, if you learn to manage the wealth and if you learn to properly place the wealth in the right positions and hands where it works for you, you know, not just buying everything. You know, we need wisdom in this life that we live in and the challenges that we go through. You know, we need to find beauty in our chaos because a lot of times when we're in these situations, when life gets messy, man, we're like, you know what? 
I give up. I was waving a white flag a lot, you know, and then you take it down and say, you know what, do I want to give up? I don't give up. It's almost like, you remember the four-leaf clover? She loves me, she loves me not, she loves me, she loves That's how I was in my life when my life was messy, you know. But then I had to look at my family. You know, they were depending on me. You know, they said, you know what, what's the next move? It's on my shoulders. You know, in those days, I, I felt... I felt ashamed because you know what happens? You start to compare your life to other people's lives, and that is the worst. It's trying to compare your life to other people's lives. You know what I realized one thing in life? I realized that God had a, has a purpose in everybody's life. You find your purpose in God, and you will have the best peace. You will have the best victory in your life because you know your purpose. You live in your purpose. You're, you're following your purpose. You're on that journey to the purpose. And I didn't know my purpose. I did not know that God was going to use my life to speak to you guys about overcoming situations. All I saw was me and my family trying to survive. And sometimes when you're in that life survival mode, you know, when you go to the gas station, right, and it's like the guy is waiting for his money. You know how it is. You go to the gas stations back in the day. They pull out a wad of money, you know, to give you change. And you know what I was giving them? I was giving them penny rolls, pen rolls of pennies, because that's all I had to give them gas in those days. Imagine giving somebody five dollars in penny rolls. Oh man, he was mad. He was mad at me because who's counting pennies? How do you know that's the exact amount in those penny rolls? There's nothing you can do about it. You know, so you have to take the blunt of that when you're when you're that, that gas station attendant. You know, you know, penny rolls. This guy's giving me penny rolls. You know, it's like what's what is this man? Penny rolls, bro. What's up? You can't be giving me penny rolls. I got a wad of money here. I'm I'm waiting to give you back five, ten, fifteen dollars, and you're giving me pennies for gas? Five dollars worth of gas? You know, that was my mess back in the day. Financially, nowhere to live, homeless. You know, so life gets messy, baby. And when life gets messy, you know, you have to pray and ask God to help you. Say, Lord, you know what? I'm in this mess. And I know that there's no way out physically. No way out of this mess. So I need you to help me to see what's going on in my life. You know, and, you know, people are brokenhearted out there. People are sick out there physically, you know, and I, you, you need answers. And only God has the answer to your situation. And I know for years and years and years, I wrapped my head to go, why, why would you allow me and my family to go through certain things in, in life? God allows you so he can show you he's the king of life. Only God can deliver your life. Only God can love you the way you need to be loved. So if you're, you're in a messy divorce, if your kids are in jail, you know, if you're wondering your next step, in life, your next journey, your next chapter, you know, go to God and ask him, say, God, you know what? Help me, Lord. Help me to see you. Help me to see the vision that you have for my life, what you purposed in me, God, because you're the only one that knows the future. God's the only one that knows the future. And a lot of times in those days, I was just trying to survive, man. I mean, I was just trying to wrap my head around survival, working, working a lot, thinking that working was going to do it. Yeah, work's a small part of it. But God delivered my family and me out of that situation. 
You know, and now I, it's now I live an abundant life because I understand God's concept of what he was doing in my life. God was building my life. You know, God was building my life so I can speak to you people and encourage you people, my audience out there, so you can see that you're not the only one that's been through situations or going through situations. You're not the only one, but God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Look to God. He is the only one because there is nobody that can physically guide me. People were, I mean, you know that old saying, People throwing stones or throwing rocks at you and hiding their hands. There's a lot of that in life. You know, people throwing those rocks and hiding their hands when, <laughs> oh, man, you're so good. But meanwhile, they're talking bad behind you, how you don't want to change. You don't want the best for your family. You know, we're talking about when life gets messy. We're not a cigarette bot. So you ever see people smoke cigarettes? They smoke that cigarette, and when they're done with it, they throw it on the ground, and then they put their feet on, and they stamp out the butt. You know, when we listen, we're no cigarette butts. And don't let life and don't let people try to wipe their feet on you. Listen, you, are, ha, you have a purpose in God. You really, really do. You have a purpose. And let me tell you this. I'm going to read this out of Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day which the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. It says, let us rejoice. It said, let us be glad in it. So we have to rejoice and be glad in it. We have to remain thankful no matter what our situation is. It says, this is the day. You know, because only God makes the day. He makes our tomorrow even brighter than are today. If we hold fast to him, if we rejoice in him, we, we can let the Lord make our day brighter than our yesterday. We have to keep our focus on him. And it's not easy. It is not easy. I tell you, I was wrapped up in my situation for three and a half years. And I was like, when is this thing ever going to change, man? Nowhere to go, no place to live. Look at my money. I'm working, <laughs> I'm working day and night, man, and still it's not enough. But that's okay when things are not working out because you're growing, you know, and then you know what's going to happen? You're going to be able to tell the next person, listen, this is what God's done for me. You know, I was in this situation, and I was praying, and I was over here, and then this change, that change is going to come. So you hold on, and you be steadfast, and let me tell you, it's Big Al, baby, and I'm in the house. You better watch your mouth.